0: Who's this? Oh, you're an entrepreneur? Oh, you're a real estate investor? Oh, you're trying to learn from those who did it? Well, come into the lab then. Put your white coat on, gloves on, notepad, and let's build y'all. Real Estate Experiment. What is happening, y'all? Today, I have a pleasure of having Tony Javier step into the lab with us, which again, uh, every time we have folks like Tony step into the lab, they're experimenters, they're practitioners. And I'm so excited to have Tony here with me dialing in from San Diego. Am I correct, Tony? San Diego, California.
1: Sunny San Diego, my friend.
0: I mean, he's glowing over here, man. I'm a little jealous here because we got a little... A little storm here. We're here in New York, and we got a little cloud and a little heat wave. But uh, I man, I miss La Jolla, and 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 I haven't been out there in a long time. But man, you look great. Thanks for coming into the lab with us, as we call it. I gotta put some things into context because we have a lot of people step in here. But you are no like other, right? You're you've been doing your thing for over twenty years now. Flipped over uh, close to a thousand units which is a lot that's a lot when i do the math that's about like what 50 a year if we do the math i mean that's that's very interesting and then yeah you have inc 500 company uh in real estate and then you call yourself the professional home buyers uh which is obviously you've kind of perfected that so i'm very curious to hear about your system but last but not least is we talk about this whole TV thing that we're gonna talk about where you're really leveraging social and you even used the word before, repurposing content. You're the first person who's come on this show and be like, hey, Ruben, can I hit the record button? Because, you know, we have a strategy here. We're gonna repurpose the content. So good for you. Welcome into the lab. This is gonna be another special digital real estate series. Tony, who was Tony before, man? Before all this, before we get to all the all, the, all the highlight reels, man, like who was Tony? I like to know the, the person behind the business first, man.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a pretty simple guy. Uh, I'm just doing a lot of, lot of good things. I, uh, you know, I've been in real estate 20 years now. What before real estate, I waited tables, went to college, and just stumbled across, across real estate 20 years ago. Um, you know, guy on TV by the name of Carlton Sheets. Now, don't pay, no down payment system. I think most of the OGs in the in the space have heard of him. Some of you newer investors or young investors may not have heard of him, but he uh, was doing a, uh, infomercials back in like the '80s. Um, so, ironically. I found him from TV and that's my specialty is, uh, it's TV, TV marketing for real estate investors. So yeah, I've been, uh, been, been doing real estate for 20 years now. Um, I'm, you know, I've got a two-year-old boy at home and I just love him to death. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in California living life. You know, I, I invest in Wichita, Kansas mainly. Um, and then I'm also getting into multiple markets now with TV and I help other uh, real estate investors around the country with TV now. So Love real estate, eat it, breathe it, and uh, just love it, man. So I'm glad to be on here and share some, some, uh, some of my experiences with you.
0: Yeah. What, what, how, when did you get the itch, Tony? Because I think everybody has an interesting story, how they got to real estate. You said you were waiting tables, you were doing a bunch of that. Like, When did you get that? I mean, it sounded like you, you watched an infomercial, but was that the seed that was planted or was there other things that came along the way? Or was that one thing that you kind of came across, then ignored, then came around it again? Like, What was that seed? That oh, no,
1: planted? no. Once, once I found real estate, I was hooked. So I, I saw the infomercial. If you guys remember it, I think he was one of the first, or he's definitely the first one. I remember using testimonials to his advantage. Like he would have people on the screen that would say, uh, started in real estate five years ago. i now make, you know, $250,000 a year and I own a hundred properties. And you know, just, you know, you hear all these testimonials and you're like, ah, oh, okay, these are good, but whatever, you know, I'll buy it. Even if I, you know, buy a few properties or whatever, you know? And at the time I was like, you know, when I bought it, I'm like, man, if I could just own 30 properties, that would be so cool. You know, just like 30 rental properties. Um, so the course was no down payment system and it taught you how to buy properties with no money down. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, within, I I, actually, I know the dates I bought the, uh, the, the, the program in April. And uh, September, I believe, was when I closed my first deal. was basically September 2001, so 9-11. I, I remember that, obviously. Wow. Um, and so, um, uh, so, first two properties I bought with, well, actually, gosh, the last thousand, I pretty much bought with no money down. I paid cash for some properties and done some alternative financing, but basically, I've used the system to buy properties and raise money uh, so that I don't have to come up with money for my deals. And now I actually have a funding business where I fund, uh, properties for other people as well. Um, but yeah, that's how I got in the game. Just, you know, people, people think to themselves, like I, I can't get into real estate. I don't have the money to do it. What they don't realize is they can utilize other people's money to do deals. And I've done it, you know, with tens of millions of dollars worth of real estate. Um, so once again, once I found that program, I was hooked. I went through the program, I just jumped into it head first. Um, I didn't go full time for about a year to two years. You know, I had to get going. I had to get my real estate license, sell real estate for a little bit. But after that, uh, once I got my feet going, I actually dropped out of school uh, with nine hours left to graduate and I never graduated. So oh, wow. um, was that,
0: was that, what was that, high school or?
1: no that was college college, college? college yeah
0: yeah yeah Now i'm trying to put my time dates together interesting so um wow that's really interesting so just to give people some context when you hear no money down and we're not going to spend too much time on this because but but it is important to, to put some things into perspective uh, you know are we talking hard money are we talking borrow money from private money like what are we talking about when you say no money down just because i think that'll be a good blueprint to leave live to our listeners
1: yeah. So the first two deals, I'll give you an example. My dad co-signed on the first loan, gave me the down payment uh, and, and closed on it that way. So no money down, got him first mortgage uh, with a traditional bank. And then the second deal um, at the time, you could get hundred percent financing if you bought the property cheap enough through a traditional lender. So like Wells Fargo. Um, so they would use the after repair value as long as the after repair value was 80%. And then you could fit your repairs and your purchase within that 80%. Um, they didn't make you put any money down, and you could do those loans for, uh, for qu- you know, quite a bit. Those would cover
0: the the. Uh, sorry cut off, Those would cover the the repair costs as well. where you factor that in?
1: Purchase price, repair costs, and then once I was done with the property, I would refinance it, and then I would actually get cash back. So that first deal, I think I got, or the second deal with Wells Fargo, I think I got ten thousand dollars cash back. Um, after I was done because I ended up refinancing it and keeping it long term. So I did Burr before Burr was even a thing. Um, And so I did that with my first, I think, 10 properties. And then, like I said, I was selling real estate at the time. And then now it's just private money lenders. I've got um, 20 to 30 private money lenders at any time that I can send deals to. I can get funding within 24 to 48 hours. Um, and so, rather than you know using cash on my own deals, now I take my money and invest it in other people's deals, um, and help them help them do deals as well. So it's kind of kind of interesting how one business I've uh, turned around and been able to um, you know be on the other side of it not from a lending perspective, and now as we're probably going to jump into TV, you'll see I'm all, I'm on the other side with TV, yeah. uh, helping other people get on TV like someone did for me nine years ago.
0: So let me ask you, Tony. Are you still? Because because I think what we like, you know, what's helpful in the lab too is just, you know, understanding the different experiments that you have to go through. You know, one is this education. You experimented with that. You doubled down on that, which is important. And then you, you know, you you did the flipping, uh, turnkey. Like, let me ask you: Are are these still? You know, because it sounds like you're you've transitioned into different phases. Are you adding pillars to your war chest, or or are you? transitioning out of these phases in your real estate. I'm curious, how do you, how do you go about these opportunities as an operator and as an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah. What I've realized is I'm an entrepreneur by heart. I, I, I am not a traditional business owner, meaning that I don't like to be stuck in a business for a long period of time. Mm. I was quote unquote stuck in my first business for 13 years and it was probably 10 years too long. Which Uh, one was that? That's my flipping business. So, okay. you know, first 10 years of my business, um, I, I did flipping and rentals. So I, I kind of consider those two different businesses. Um, and so you know, I you know, 10 years in, I, I found someone that had a real estate investing business that didn't look at houses, didn't meet with contractors had a business where he was 90-some percent hands-off. And at the time, I'm like, there's no way he's not looking at houses. There's no way he's not meeting with contractors. I'm like, you have to do all that to, to keep control of your business. And so anyway, anyway, hired him as a coach, uh, bought into his program. And within three years, I was in the same position where I didn't meet with contractors. I didn't meet with sellers. And I still, to this day, I work a few hours a week in my real estate, investing, flipping business and rental business and have my team run it and since then i've started a co-working business a lending business i now have a, a tv production business so my thing is is i like to dive into a business start it hire people get it systemized get it running and then step out of it and figure out what the next uh what the next phase is yeah
0: um
1: so i'm not i you know i'm a real estate guy but really i'm just an entrepreneur that yeah that, no similar yeah yeah that loves I can see to, they got the bug Loves the vision, man. I love having no. a vision and, and putting it into place. So
0: let me ask you, because because I'm keeping track here. So you do the you do the flipping, and then that helps you. Then you realize that is that when you did the, also the renting or the 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 long term. Did you do like a turnkey model as well? It sounds like
1: turnkey for myself. So I would yeah. buy them them and then keep them for myself so i did the first 10 properties I kept yeah. myself and then i started flipping and and uh selling them uh shortly after so and um, was that so- just
0: you had a like i'm just trying to understand your mindset at the time is it when you're selling did you have the next vision already or you're thinking were you already what were, what were you going through what was the strategy when you're already selling these assets that you had was it just to flip more and and, and get more more capital what was it
1: Oh man, that was 20 years ago. I don't remember my mindset at that point, but I I do know that I was getting cash back at closing on my deals because I'd buy them cheap enough that when I refinanced them, I'd get 10 to 20,000 back on these deals. And that's one of the reasons I kept them. I'm like, I don't want to pay taxes. I'll just get tax-free money back, mm. and uh, you know, use that for whatever I need to to continue my business. But yeah. um, you know, like I said at the time, like when I first started, I'm like, man, if I could just have thirty properties, that would be so cool. And yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, at the peak, I think I had like 130, 140 properties um, that I had as rentals. Uh, I've sold some of those off uh, since then, but. Um, it's just interesting how your perspective changes over time. You know, you think there's no way I could meet this mark. And then three years, five years down the road, you hit it and you're like, oh man, what's next, you know? And then you, you hit these other milestones and it's like, you know, the, the good thing about entrepreneurs is that, you know, true entrepreneurs is that they, um, they're never satisfied but the bad thing about being an entrepreneur is you're never satisfied so yeah uh, it's kind of interesting you know you hit these <laughs> hit these milestones you never think you could but then you're like well what's next what can i do what can i do bigger and better so
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. So listen, I want to, I want to transition into uh, one of the things I'm really interested in as well as we're going to get to, I'm saving the best for last year, but I, I want to touch on a few things because what I do like, um, and, and it sounds like you're doing is it, obviously you systematized your businesses where you're, you're working in them and then you work on them and then you have someone just really manage it. Um, and I'm curious on the uh, I want to touch on this for the private money lending. Uh, is that something you're still actively doing
1: today? Do uh, you mean for my deals or yeah. for other people's for deals? For other people's deals. Yeah, yeah. I started that a couple of years ago. I, I had a hard money lender come to me, a friend that was in my mastermind group. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I can get a bunch of people approved for first mortgage lending, but they, for some reason, they get these deals under contract and they just can't figure out how to find the, the down payments, down payment money. And so he's like, uh, "I came up with kind of a way to do it." He goes, "I funded a couple of deals myself. He goes, "Would you like to fund some of these?" And I said, "Oh, sure, why not?" So I did a bunch of them over a year and a half period. those like bridge
0: lot- loans or bridge loans or something like that?
1: Some people call them bridge loans, basically just down payments if someone If someone can get ninety percent financing, mm-hmm. they need ten percent down and hundred percent of renovations that I give them or i give them. I lend them." the 10% down payment plus the closing cost to help them complete the transaction. So I take a pos- second position in the property, yeah. uh, and help them in that way. And now I'm doing first positions as well. But, um, so that's a huge need for people. There's something that nobody else does on a large level. You know, you have uh, some individual investors that do it, you know, that kind of thing, but, um, nobody does that on a large scale. So I started a company last year, uh, specifically to do those down payments. So, Um, so yeah, we're one, I think we're the only investor that I know that does true gap funding for real estate investors, taking to second positions, uh, in properties. So,
0: and how large for our listeners, how large are we talking for an amount? If I'm thinking I'm listening to this and I want to tap into that company. Yeah, yours, we try and st-
1: we try and stay below a hundred thousand because we're trying to um, do as many as we can and distribute. Because I'm using uh, my own money on these deals, and then yeah. I also bring some of my private lenders in on these deals. We'll eventually have a bigger pool of money we can we can we can pull from. Uh, but uh, but yeah, anything under a hundred thousand, we'll look at eventually. Once we get more money, we can look at uh, bigger deals. Um, but our typical deal is about fifty thousand dollars for for a down payment for a real estate investor
0: absolutely and what's a what's a quick plug that you want to give because i know you have a lot of companies that, and for this one in particular that's one i didn't know of in particular for our listeners right now
1: yeah um gap funding solutions um okay. you can go there i think it redirects to my uh, to my personal page where you can see my uh, gap funding company and and how we do it so yeah you can apply there and and uh my team will uh look at the look at your deal and see if we can help you help you get it funded
0: got it got it so bringing things full circle, your experiment—you, you, you know—you, you're starting your real estate. You watch a video; it's an infomercial, and to bring it full circle today, if you're listening to this right now, it's June 2021. And I did a double take when my team brought you know your—I saw TV and I'm like, TV? Okay, hold on. I thought TV was dead. Tony, what's going on here? You're you're leveraging TV in 2021 to get deals. I mean, that, that sounds like, I mean, that sounds antique help us out here. What is this, this formula that you're using that's still working and how, how is it working?
1: Yeah. So, so your thought is what a lot of people think. So people think when TV, they think it's outdated. They think that, um, it's too expensive. They think that, uh, there's this huge production, like there's all these thoughts on TV. And I think that is why, um, no one really does it like there's no really if you look at your market chances are there's nobody doing tv or there might be one i've only heard of a couple markets that more than one person's doing tv so that it's completely wide open if you look at texting cold calling postcards dozens if not hundreds of investors in any given market are doing the same methods right so 9 years ago um i went to a poker game and it was a friend of a friend and he invited another friend and Uh, well, there was like 10 of us there, but the other friend happened to be on TV. And when I saw him, I had the celebrity factor of like, oh man, this guy's on TV. Right. And I'm like, oh man, I I can't believe I'm playing poker with this guy. It's pretty cool. And so he ended up being a normal guy we were, you know, shooting the shit. And, um, I asked him, I said, how are your TV commercials doing? And he goes, oh my gosh, you're kidding me. He's like, that's the best thing we've ever done. We're, we're doing like $2 million worth of business just off our TV commercials. This is just a residential, um, um, construction company. Right. And he's like, you know what, maybe, maybe it'd be good for you. Maybe TV would be good for you. Why don't you call my media guy? He can probably help you get on TV. And so this was 2012. Um, and so, you know, me being a guy of action, I called him and he's like, yeah, we can get you on TV. We can, you know, for I probably 3000 bucks, but you know, we can start with a $3,000 budget and see what, you know, see, go from there. So, um, so long story short, he did the media buying for me. He did the production. I had to give him, you know, my information. I had to write the scripts, you know, that kind of stuff. So I had to do my end of it. And then first month we spent three grand we made 35 grand in the first month. And, you know, we're popping deals, you know, from day one. Uh, and you ask if TV is dead last year, we had our best year. We did 11.2 times return on our money on TV and it was the ch- the channel we spent the least time on i spent 3 hours last year on TV, and that's shooting a couple new commercials because of COVID. I just did, you know, some soft, you know, tough times. We call it tough times commercials. Uh, <laughs> we looked at our, uh, looked at my ad spend a little bit. Met with my media guy that I just told you about. Other than yeah. that, my team just we did deals. I didn't even have to shoot the commercials honestly because our our, our ads did pretty well, and we just wanted to freshen it up. So, um, you know, I can get. I'd like to talk about the top five benefits of TV if you don't mind me jumping oh, into those. And I,
0: I mean, you beat me to the punch, right? You're throwing me an alley-oop here because i was gonna say okay so because it's all about mindset right so i'm listening to you and i'm like this is like okay poof like a huge if you guys to you guys who are listening on the podcast i was shaking my head the entire time as tony is saying this because my limiting belief is being you know shut down as as, as tony is speaking so please enlighten us tell us the benefits that most of us are
1: overlooking when it comes to tv well, first of all, to can, to finish the answer to your question is TV dead? You think about it. Older people grew up watching TV. That is our demographic. They're I going know. to be watching TV for a long period of time. And yeah. even the even the younger generation, as they get older, streaming and all that, we're still on um, YouTube TV and you know Hulu and those kind kind of things. So if somebody has streaming, that doesn't mean that they don't see our commercials. So. Um, so anyway, so I have more than 10 benefits, but for the sake of podcast, I just like to cover five just to kind of get the point across. Right. So, um, so the first, first one is credibility. Um, if you think of all of the big brands that, um, you know, chances are you've seen them on TV, right? You've seen, you know, I, I like to talk about cereal commercials. Those are the easiest ones. Tony, the tiger, you're great. (sighs) Uh, or they're great. Um, lucky charms, magically delicious. Right. If you see those in the store, you automatically trust them. You could find the cheaper stuff and maybe more healthy stuff down below, but chances are you're probably going to buy those name brands because you've seen them on TV. So the credibility factor of being on TV, you're going to blow your competition away if you have to compete with them. We get people all the time that say, you know what, we don't know Joe Schmo. Uh, you know, they called us, they whatever, but we've seen you on TV. We're going to go with you even if, even if we offered a little bit less. Um, we've sent postcards the same time some other people have, and they're like, we called you and only you because we know you from TV. And and a lot of our clients throughout the country are now saying the same thing that they're getting the same feedback. So just a ton That's of credibility. Crazy. Um people think feel like they know you once they see you on TV, right? Um, so two is I already mentioned a little bit, little to no competition. Like you look at any market, um, again, there's dozens to hundreds of investors fighting over the same deals, buying the same lists. And TV, there's very little competition. So in any market, you know, you could have probably another five to 10 people on TV and still not saturate the market. So there's a lot of room for it. And luckily, we have the formula for it. So uh, most people feel like it's too expensive. And then when they get quotes from TV stations, uh, they get quoted the prime time high, high dollar rates. So it makes it impossible for for most people to get on TV because they think it's really expensive. When if they have the formula like we do, we know what works, and it's usually the cheap stuff. So we get people on uh, on the air very inexpensive, and we we buy the cheap stuff. So there's little to no competition because of the barrier of entry it's very very high. Um, number three is um, pretty pretty standard high return on investment. You know, like I said, we got 11.2x return on our on our. Uh, money last year. And, um, you know, even in some of the other years, it was at least five X returns. So the return is very high, especially considering which is number four, high return on time. So for me, as you probably already know, from what I've said is I love automating things. So, you know, the automation part of TV is incredible. If you're texting, you're cold calling, you're doing postcards, pretty much all other forms of 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 marketing require a lot of tweaking, a lot of buy and list, a lot of managing whereas TV when you're when you get a commercial that works, which usually we do right out of the gate because we we have scripts that we know worked really well, um it's set it and forget it, you know, you don't have to do a lot with it except for maybe once or twice a year maybe do a new ad if you want to and test some new things but You know, for me, I've had a commercial, the same commercial run up to 18 months without changing the commercial. So, um, the automation part of it, I really like. And then, um, the fifth thing I'll talk about is high quality leads. So everybody knows that when they're doing texting, cold calling, and you even get this with postcards, you just get a lot of tire kickers, right? I mean, it's easy to text back and say, yes, I want an offer on my house when you know, Half of them are just wanting to know what their house is worth or just if you give them full price retail, they'll they'll maybe think about selling. So when people see you on TV, um, for them to take their phone, pull it out, dial the phone number and actively call you instead of you reaching out to them that becomes a much more high quality lead. The tire kickers, you don't get as much. You're going to get some of that, of course. Uh, But the chances of getting a low, low quality lead becomes much less. We'll be right back. Uh, And then I'll give you a bonus. And the bonus is, is that you close deals a lot easier because if they already have seen you on TV, they already feel like they know you, like you and trust you. And so, just like I said, with you know cereal, you know in the in the supermarket, you already feel like you know them, trust them. You don't necessarily have to research them and read the box and who is this Frosted Flakes yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like you already know it. You already know the guy on TV. So, um, so those are, those are what I like to talk about with TV, and it's just it's incredible that um, not many other people do it. And honestly, when I did it night, uh, actually, even to today, like people, the most experienced investors that I've talked to still say the same thing. I've never heard anybody talk about TV commercials for real estate.
0: Yeah. You know, what's remarkable, Tony, is like when you're speaking, it just hit me. It's, it's, it goes back to the marketing basics, right? It's, it's who is your avatar and where are they hanging out? Right. And I think we're doing sometimes when we're thinking of oh, who's spending time on TV, we're not really thinking we're thinking about ourselves, or maybe we're not really thinking about who our target audience is. Right. And so that is, that, that is, that is, I mean, it's extremely important to really point that out. And, and then the second part is the authoritative figure, which is, we were just talking about this. I was just on a marketing podcast. We were talking about that, just the, you know, building the rapport and you know to your point when you're on TV the credibility check mark is there I mean you know the things that it took for you to get on TV it's like you've already been verified right and and, and another thing that just again you're you're kind of awakening me here and I hope the listeners you know are are, are, are taking this in right now right um, is you're giving you know and in when they're reaching back out to you it's one thing that you know one of my coaches says this all the time you want to Close on the sale call, not sell. They're already sold, right? Because they're the one reaching out to you. And so just to echo those words again, I just think it's just so important what you said, and it's really enlightening. But let me ask you because when before we were on the air, you know, you said texting is dying. It's so funny because you would think in this day and age, you feel like texting is where people are going now, right? To, because emails, no one's starting to read those. Texting. What are your thoughts on that, though? It sounded like you actually had a different perspective that, no, Ruben, it was just, uh, texting is starting to... Do you feel that texting is, is going in the direction of emails or do you feel that that's not even the prime digital real estate anymore? Well, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, you can mark my word on this. By the end of 2021, and if not by 2000, end of 2021, in 2022, texting will be pretty much dead. And the reason being is that everybody like, okay. So say you're listening to a podcast, you're a new investor and someone says, okay, all you have to do is go buy a list. um, Go, go take, go to this text platform and upload the list, put your text messages in there and you can start sending text messages literally in less than seven days. If not within 48 to 72 hours, you're a real estate investor because you can just start blasting people, Right. So because of that, it's become very annoying to people to get, like, I've, I I called an attorney. um, I don't know. It was about a year ago about something. And he saw my phone number and it came up with something real estate for some reason. I don't know why it was random. And he texts me this nasty message back. And I, and he's like, quit calling me and like, like something. And I'm like, uh, Hey, uh, someone referred me to you for a case. Like I need to talk to you. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Like people are just so sick of getting text message. Uh, even me, like I'll get a text message. And even though, you know, I know the game, like I still get a little bit annoyed, but I understand it more. So I respect it and I don't text back and say anything nasty to them, but people are getting upset. So, so text message carriers, AT&T and all those are, are putting, filters on text messages so they can know if it's they kind of know if it's spam and they're blocking a lot of messages and then there's regulations coming out i think it's july or august where the fines are going up and it's just it's going to continue to get worse and worse and so i talked to some of the um you know highest uh you know biggest educators in the space and they're saying the same thing they're like we coach these people we see the regulations we follow this like it's going to go away so a lot of people are taking their money and time and energy from texting and cold calling and some of the things that are fading out and putting into things like TV, because uh, it's more automated and it's not going anywhere, you know, and nobody's going to call you from TV and say, get off my TV. Like that's just not going to happen. Hot, right? Hot leads,
0: hot leads. <laughs> They're coming to you and not the other way around. So it's interesting because yeah, you're really, we're, we're talking about at the same time being building a thought leadership platform at the same time. Uh, being in, in front of the eyes. Let's get let's get granular um, if we if you don't mind. So, you know, we're starting to get an idea. Okay, this 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 stuff works, right? Now, putting into context, just for everyone who's listening what kind of, we're talking local TV, we're talking local channels, like what does that look like? So someone cannot really understand really what we're talking about. We're talking about buying a certain region. Like how does it work on the media side since you're on the other side and you, you're able to kind of give us a little bit of insight?
1: Yeah. So markets are um, what we call DMAs. That's what they came up with many years ago. Um, um, designated marketing area is what it's called. So for TV, you have DMAs. So When someone when someone uh, applies for a program and says, hey, I want to do TV, we look at different DMAs like I got on the call with a guy earlier today and he had he was like in between four DMAs. Right. So he, he was in this area. So he could have gone to this DMA, this DMA, this DMA, this DMA. That's not usually standard. Usually it's like one DMA if you're in Dallas, Texas, if you're in Wichita, Kansas, where my market is, Kansas City, like DMAs are usually main big main cities, and then the surrounding areas around it, all the little, little markets. Um, So when we buy media for other people, when we get people on TV, we look at their DMAs and we go to the local stations and we negotiate the best rates for them. And we use basically the formula that we've used over nine years. And now we've used for many other investors and plug that into the area. So we've tested um, different shows we've tested different stations. we've tried primestime stuff we've tried the cheap stuff like we we with all of our testing and everything we've done we know it works and we now we know it works in a lot of other markets. so we basically just plug our system and our scripts and our in uh, with p- other people's branding into that market and basically get them on TV with with commercials we know are effective and super inexpensive. And like I mentioned earlier, like, you know, I've had people say, man, I went to, you know, a station six months ago or stations and, you know, they quoted me 15 grand just to be on one station. And we're like, we can get you on for five grand on three stations, uh, you know, five grand a month on three stations. So, um, you know, we know how to negotiate well, we know how to get the best rates. We know the cheap stuff works and that's what we use. And so that's how we work with our clients, getting them on TV and helping them Uh, create another marketing channel get the motivated leads and build authority and credibility in their market.
0: Got it. And, and do you get to pick the times? Do you get to like, how, how, how much of a say or, or negotiation or even leverage do you even have when you're in that position? And maybe it's your company who's negotiating on behalf of your client, or let's say you were doing this by yourself, which again, I don't advise you to um, because obviously you have an expert in front of us, but so, what does that look like? Is there a good time that 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 we're we're talking that that you would actually negotiate for? How does that process work?
1: Yeah. So yeah, we take the brain damage out. Like if you went to the stations and you tried to figure out what stations to be on, what shows to be on, yeah. like the brain damage of that. People like even the most uh, experienced investors. Um, I think I've talked to probably between five and ten investors who said they try to get on TV. But they thought it was too expensive, and then they didn't know what shows to be on, and like they started the process and just stopped because it it was just a lot of work. There's a lot of moving pieces. Whereas, you know, we have the formula and we can just like plug it in, and so um, so basically, we use the same shows and stations uh, that I have used throughout nine years that we now plugged in many different markets that have worked as well. Um, can you have some say you can, but 90 some percent of people that we present the schedule to are basically like, okay, I trust you. Let's move forward. And we get them results. You know, every once in a while we'll have someone that's like, well, maybe we should try this and that, And you know, but Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, we stick to what we know works and don't, you know, get too far outside of that.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so this is, I mean, this is fascinating. I, I guess I'm trying to think. So as far as, as, as getting this, you know, they can choose to work with you. And, and clearly it's, it's a proof of concept. <laughs> and so why wouldn't you, uh, what, what is the biggest misconception, you know, that, that, that people have uh, when it comes to actually getting into this space? And is it maybe, is it concern of ROI? Is it concern of longevity? Is it concern of uh, a, a industry? Is there a type of real estate that works better? Is it the, you know, all you know, buyer, we've all seen the signs. I'll buy your house in cash. You know, what's the, what's the, uh, you know, let's, let's start with the misconception part first. And then I want to get into, you know, who is this best for?
1: Yeah. So I think we've already talked about some of the misconceptions, you Mm -hmm. know, that it's too expensive to get on TV that, um, you know, if someone wants to build credibility with their face on it, that they need to memorize lines and they need to be charismatic and all that. In fact, with our program, we show you the things that we've done that we've tested with charisma and all that. And you'd be shocked at how the results were It's different than you think it would be. So you don't have to have a lot of charisma. We can edit the heck out of, out of a commercial so you don't have to be perfect. And, and we coach you through that whole process. Um, let's see, what are the other misconceptions? Um, Oh, that it takes a long time to get results. Um, In fact, I got a text earlier today. Um, uh, This person is actually a big name. You'd probably know it if I said it, but I I won't disclose uh, who who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, But they just started. They're in multiple markets. They started one market. They started last week. Um, they got 12 calls their first week. They made six offers. They just got one deal under contract and they're working on a bunch of others. Mm. Um, I had someone text yesterday and they started last week as well. Uh, and they got 50 calls their first week, 50 calls. I mean, they have a pretty decent ad spend in a, in a, you know, mid, mid to high size market, but it's like our, our people are getting, um, pretty good multiples in return within 30 to 60 days. Yeah. So when I launched the program, I, I disclosed to them, like it. sometimes it takes at least three to six months to get results. And I thought most of my investors would take three to six months to start getting results. And, you know, some investors would like hit it out of the park in the first month or two, but it's actually been the other way around where- at least I would say 70% of our investors are getting multiples on their money within 30 to 60 days. And then I'm very surprised now that we've had a lot of results that when someone, you know, will text me and say, man, it's been two or three months and I have, I've gotten some leads, but haven't gotten a deal. I'm actually really surprised. So, um, the results are there it's proven and we're getting results very quickly.
0: Got it. So if I'm listening, I mean, uh, real estate is a huge umbrella, right? You got flippers, you got wholesalers, you got commercial real estate, you got, you know, I told you I'm in short term rentals. Who does this work for the best in your opinion?
1: Uh, Well, there's two main people, but I would say wholesalers, number one, because, you know, they can get results very quickly. So as opposed to a flipper, um, it's good for flippers too, but you know, wholesalers, they can see the return quickly. They can put a dealer under contract, wholesale it, you know, within a few days. Um, you know, I've got a, a, my, my very first new investor that I allowed into the program because I was only going to allow experienced investors in. Um, his first uh, two months, he did uh, $100,000 with their wholesale fees. Uh, and if he would have flipped those properties, it would have been, you know, two, three, four months down the road when he got his money. So him being a newer, new investor, him being able to wholesale those and get money quickly, uh, is very good. So, uh, so wholesalers, number one uh, flippers number two. And actually, even if you're a buy and hold person, people that are looking for rentals, or I'm not sure what your short, short short-term rental model is. Uh, but we do have some landlords, um, or yeah, I guess I call them landlords, um, that will fix and flip, uh, fix properties and keep them long-term, that are finding deals that way too. So anybody who's basically looking for a discounted property, um, this program is definitely good for them.
0: That's so awesome. I mean, I'm blown away by, by the information. I'm, and I hope you
1: are too. If you're listening, you got to plug into, you know,
0: what Tony's doing uh, with his team. I got to ask you a personal question, man. Very interesting. The model that you got going on, the coaching and helping others, which is what it's all about. Leaders create leaders. Um, as far as vertical integration, are you, are, do you have any kind of, Hey, you know, Hey, you know, if you go through this program, you know, with, with, uh, with us, Ah, uh, you can also get funding. Is that how are you bridging the gap between the two? Is that something you've done? I'm just curious. You're an entrepreneur, so I got to put that out there.
1: No, that's great. I like it. So I have I run a virtual real estate mastermind group with some yeah. of the most ex- successful investors around the country. Um, so I've had people get into my mastermind, then they find about TV, get them, then they get into the TV program. I've had. Um, I actually just got up the call with someone earlier today on funding a deal for that's on TV. She's a little bit of a newer investor. She's now in two markets on TV. So she did well with one market, bought into another market. And she actually sent me a, a message earlier today. She's like, actually, I need to stop ads in my second market. She's like, I'm getting too many leads I can't handle. And that's why I jumped on the phone with her. And I already was funding one deal for her. And, uh, I like, she's like, I've got too many deals. I can't get them wholesaled quick enough. And I'm like, well, let me look at them. I'll fund them for, you know, fund some of them for you. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so TV people are now looking at funding and then, um, yeah, so I've got the great thing about my programs is my virtual real estate mastermind, my funding, my TV program, they're pretty much all the same people. They're real estate investors doing deals. Um, so that's one of the reasons why, I'm able to do I, I'm able to do all three and do them pretty well because you know, I'm basically catering to the same client. so I wouldn't necessarily recommend someone starting three businesses like that and like you know scaling them up, but they're both they're all scaling fairly quickly, uh, partly because we're able to integrate them together and, and speak to the same customer. Right,
0: And I, and I think that's the key word uh, that you said is' integrating them together. Um, I think you know otherwise, the, I call it vertical integration, which I love. And I'm a huge fan of, and I always like to ask that because it's, uh, you know, it's it's literally a, it's it, if it's something that you're already doing and you're already doing it for yourself, or you're already doing it for clients. It's just so uh, it's just so fascinating to see that being part of the leg of, of, of your existing business. So speaking of the multiple legs that you have, uh, I want to make sure that the audience is enough to walk away with. You talked about your virtual mastermind. Didn't get a name for that. Did you give us a plug? Is it open? Is it invite only? Is this something that people can tap into if they're listening and are interested in getting into your ecosystem?
1: Yeah. Look behind me, Real Estate Masters, that's the brand. So Real Estate Masters TV is, uh, I call it 10X TV because uh, we, like, we feel like you can get uh, in front of 10 times as many people, 10 times faster with 10 times more credibility. And hopefully um, at some point you'll get a 10X return on your money. Um, so Real Estate Masters TV, Real Estate Masters is my mastermind. Um, so realestatemasterstv.com is where you would go to apply for my TV program, uh, to see if your market is taken or not. We, that is, there is some market exclusivity there. Um, and then, uh, remmastermind.com is my mastermind. So if anybody wants to check out the mastermind remmastermind.com, uh, we've got a lot of high level people that are doing a lot of deals, um, on the low end 20 to 30 deals a year on the high end 100 to 300 deals a year. It's just high level conversations we do virtually many times a month. And, uh, I just love that community because it's not just me giving my perspective and me giving to that group. It's, yeah. you know, we have usually 15 to 20 people on any given call. Sometimes it's 25 to 30 where we're collaborating and sharing what's working all throughout the U S, uh, and able to help each other in many different aspects. Um, that's
0: wonderful. And then you got also the
1: gap funding, which you had uh,
0: mentioned as well, and that we gave an earlier plug to as well, which again, we'll tap into. And if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. And if you're listening, it's the real estate master. Definitely want to tap into that. And as far as I want to ask you, um, you know, what, what do you think is next? Because, you know, we see our attention go from here to there. We talk about platforming. We're, we're going to repurpose this episode. You guys know, if you're you know a part of uh you know the real estate experiment network you know it's on youtube instagram now tv you know kind of popped up on our radar thanks to you where do you think the attention is going next as far as you know where if you're a marketer if you're an investor obviously tv is working right now what are your thoughts though as far as uh, you being the entrepreneur and, and and kind of seeing
1: it around the curve so you're asking what my next thing is or what the next thing should be for other real estate investors?
0: No, what do you, what do you think the next, uh, uh, opportunities are as far as where the eyeballs are going?
1: And again, is that for me or for other investors?
0: Well, that's interesting that you, you're, you're flipping that on me again, cause I want to hear from your perspective where you think opportunity is as far as where the eyeballs are going for, um, for an inv- investor who are thinking about, okay, how do I target? right? That the the people, is it, you know, oh, we I talk see. about mailing is dying, yeah, texting is yeah. dying, whatever. Right. Yeah. What do you think, you know, obviously TV is working right now. And that's fantastic. I'm sure you're the kind of guy who's always kind of seeing around the curve, seeing around. What are your thoughts as far as, as, as what, for other investors using technology as a tool, what do you think is coming up
1: next? Do you have you well, well, here, yeah, here's the thing is everything. I feel like is pretty tapped out. I mean, um, there are some other marketing mediums where there, mm-hmm. there's some space to go, you know, not, you know, if you can like Facebook is really tough cause you, you can get a lot of junk, but if someone can master it, you know, I hear some yeah. people doing well with it. But honestly, like for me, TV is something that, that I'm not only getting other people into, but I'm also now getting into other markets. So Wichita, mm-hmm. Kansas was my first TV market. Then I started seeing like all my successful clients throughout the country, just actually crushing it with TV. So um, so now I'm doing TV in San Diego. We just started that in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I'm in talks with many other markets to team up with other people. Actually, I just signed uh, my first, uh, well, actually second deal was in San Diego, my, my second JV agreement uh, with another investor in um, Louisiana, somewhere in Louisiana, where we're going to partner up on TV ads. And I'm, I'm talking with many other people. Um, so I'm, you know, with my clients, I get them on TV and they run the business, but now with these other markets, I'm getting more involved and sharing in the profits, sharing in the ad spend and and stuff like that. So, so, so to answer your question, like it's all about TV right now. So I have a lot of investors that, um, are doing multiple markets with TV. So I had one guy right off the bat, basically five by five different markets, uh, I've had people buy two to three markets and then I've had a, quite a few people uh, plug into one market, have really good success, and then they buy a second market uh, and start a second market either nearby them or they'll just virtually say, I hear that um, you know whatever city is, is, is really hot and I know someone there or I hear it's really hard to b- pull lists and stuff like that. So TV would be perfect uh, because there's not as many investors there. Right. Um, so for me, it's all about TV. So, uh, if you said, Hey, if you, you know, if you had a hundred thousand dollars a month to spend, where would you spend it? I'd spend it all on TV. I'd figure out how to spend it in different markets on TV and, and, and do deals that way.
0: Wow. I love that. All in, all in. So all in on TV, uh, again, uh, guys check it out. So I'm going to put a plug for the link here. Uh, you got to check it out. Uh, um, I have here, so we have real estate. I'm, I'm, I'm going to plug in your link here because I see that there's a there's a different URL. But as far as the real estate masters, you guys want to check him out. We'll inc- include everything in the show notes. I really appreciate you stepping into the lab and kind of giving us the game. That's a little bit different than what we're used to. I think that's what I really like about, you know, coming on a show right here and, and really being able to absorb that. Because uh, I think then we can tap into your network. And so correct me if I'm wrong. It's realestatemastersTV.com. Is that right? That is correct. Yep. Awesome. So I want to make sure that uh, you guys check that out, we'll include it in the show notes. And and Tony, man, we, we appreciate you being here. Uh, we're going to definitely keep an eye on our, our, our local stations uh, for all that you're doing and, and, and all that you're doing for the people. But uh, on that note, just like that, you came into the lab, you conquered, you gave us some gems. And on that note, we are out. If you're a real estate professional, a real estate agent, a real estate investor, a lender a multifamily syndicator a contractor you name it and you're looking to grow your online presence but you have no idea how to get started or simply don't have the time at invested talent we help real estate professionals extend their current business to social media why is this important without this you wouldn't be listening to this show and your own host ruben kanya and his team would not have done deals they've done today as a matter of fact Social media has helped us keep this show together, which now exceeds a billion dollars worth of real estate from our guests collectively. That's right, our reputation, opportunities, partnerships, and most importantly, real estate transactions were started directly from social media. If you're a real estate professional and you lack an existence on a media platform, invested talent can help. Simply go to investedtalent.com forward slash social media and make sure you click the get in touch button to get in touch with our team. Again, that's investedtalent.com forward slash social media and get in touch with our team. You focus on being the brand and we'll help you build it. Now, if you know anything about the lab, you know that we like to give practical advice. So if you feel that this podcast was of any value to you, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes by going directly to the podcast app from the show's page, scroll all the way down and leave us a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and leave us a comment. Lastly, and most importantly, share this episode with a friend you feel will benefit this episode the most. Remember, There's a you and I in build. Let's build, y'all.